welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started if you haven't heard about anger it's the easiest way to make your podcast let me tell you why first of all it's free you pay no fee whatsoever it's absolutely totally free There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Hello. Well, today's episode of the podcast, Self-Evolution Regardless, is going to be about gaslighting. So according to Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, gaslighting as a verb. So to gaslight means to attempt to make someone believe that he or she is going insane as by subjecting that person to a series of experiences that have no rational explanation. As an example, Stacy was being gaslighted by someone leaving Jack's watch in the house and then making it disappear and calling her on the phone using Jack's voice. Right, so from this basic definition, we can understand that gaslighting is typically a tool used by people, ordinary people, just like you and me, who look at gaslighting and lying to be something normal. They use it as a tool to make someone go insane through experiences which have no rational explanation for whatever um, uh, intention and motivation that they have in the back scene. So whatever it is that they have as a motivation for doing such thing is their personal thing, but this is done by people. And we wonder why. I mean, usually people are nice to each other. They don't do such things. But some people find it enjoyable to hurt someone else. Be it physical hurting or not so physical hurting. And that would include emotional hurt and emotional abuse. And in the spectrum of emotional abuse, we notice that gaslighting is a tool that is extremely common and used by, generally speaking, anyone who loves to, like I said, making someone go insane, 
question their reality, question their perspective, question their own self-esteem even, their own realization of the world. And over time, it's something that people can no longer uh, associate, dissociate, I mean, between what's real and what's not anymore. People can no longer make different, distinguish between what is what anymore. It's like uh, a swirl of things, thoughts, and lies, and truths mixed all together in this pond of water and grass at the same time. You don't understand which is which, you know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a huge mess, you know. No one wants to be there. And personally, for being there, I am so grateful for having got out of the situation. Even though I personally have to say, it's such a hell to be there. It's an extremely messed up situation to be in that place. To be that in that situation where you feel like you're nothing but a... A little person really makes you feel small and you wonder like people want to make you feel small it's just a thing you know that people do and yeah we, we can't seem to control whatever it is that they do for whatever intention that they have and yeah People go nuts because of gaslighting. People go crazy. They lose their minds. And it all starts little. And it gradually grows to be something of a nature. Like something natural that occurs in a toxic relationship. Be it a toxic family relationship. A toxic friendship. Or even a toxic romantic relationship. And I say, quote-unquote, romantic, because it's no longer romantic, per se. So, yeah. And gaslighting is a method used to basically manipulate someone into thinking, into making them believe uh, of something that is not, that has never occurred, but as something that makes it, you know, to make that thing sound true, you know. And for whatever purpose and goal that they're trying to achieve, basically doing such a thing, never telling the truth, is always dangerous. Because you know how bitter, bitter the truth can be in the short-term um, period. But in the long run, the truth can actually save lives. The truth is the only way out of problems. And people gain trust after the short-term fight and the short-term disagreement. But then in the long-term relationship and in the long-term bonds that people create with each other, truth is inevitably something that is going to come after all the lives that have been made. And for sure, truth will save lives and it will save relationships from falling apart. Right. So, as for gaslighting, it is dangerous. It's a dangerous tool used by people to manipulate them and make them think that they're going crazy for whatever reason. Um, 
something happens a certain way and the gaslighter finds it interesting to find a way to twist the events around and make them sound like a dramatic event or a silly event or a serious event in a way in a different tone than what is actually what the event actually is based on so it's a it's a comic but for sure a sad and a very painful situation to be in especially for the victim who was being gaslighted right so of course we cannot st stop and stare at this person and just just allow them to humiliate humiliate us like this and allow them to um, abuse us this way we have to make a boundary we have to make them stop we have to find out ways and do things and in a way that allows them to at least maybe just hopefully reduce this kind of behavior that is mean towards us and hopefully stop it you know just stop it once and for all I recommend um, four or five I don't know four most likely tips to prevent or if preventing this gaslighting isn't possible treat it the right way so the first way is internally and individually being the victim of this gaslighting, uh, the person has to realize that this person is doing something wrong. You can sense it, like in the guts, like feel it in the guts. You can know that this person is doing something wrong. They're saying something wrong. There is something wrong going on. You just have to know and have to believe for sure that there is something wrong going on. You can't deny it. You shouldn't deny it. You should actually face it. You should be willing to face your fears and accept the fact that this is there's something wrong going on. And right in front of you in plain sight. So what I what I recommend doing and what Ross Rosenberg recommends doing in this kind of situation, or any serious situation basically, is to Observe and not absorb. And it is self-explanatory. Basically what you do is try to like imagine yourself as being two entities that are um, stuck to each other. What you have to do is to concentrate and allow yourself to divide into two separate entities. One that is subjective, that judges, that has opinions, that agrees and disagrees with things, that likes things, that needs things. And the other self is objective, it's neutral, it only watches, it only sees, it gives neutral conclusions. Try to use the neutral self in this situation and try to observe this person. Like... You know, separate yourself from yourself and see this person for what they're doing, what they're saying, and try to conclude yourself what's going on internally without letting them know. You do this 
uh, alone, of course, and you come up with the, with the conclusion by yourself, and you have the inner dialogue of what's going on, you try to figure out what's actually going on, because the most important thing is you have to identify what is going on. Once you do, which is gaslighting, once you do identify what's going on, you then go ahead and and try to resist this temptation to believe whatever it is that they're saying, whatever it is that they're making up to make you go crazy. You have to realize that this you're being told a lie. You're being tricked. You have to realize this in the moment of it happening. And it should be as obvious as it sounds. As soon as you realize that this is something that is hurting you, that is making you question your reality, that is making you question your perspective, your way of seeing the world, your way of trusting people even, you have to stop and just... Avoid this person once and for all because I think sometimes continuing to talk to this person only leads them to come up with more things for you to believe in that you maybe never thought of actually um, hearing and you might actually end up in a worse situation than that which you have first been in. And so... And so what I recommend is try to observe this person for what they're doing and be like a wall, like a wall that is impenetrable, that can never have anything go through it. Um, And a wall never hears, never talks, never speaks, never sees, it's just there. So try to be like that and you will see how people act when you do so. It drives people nuts and once you do that, you're immune to their bullshit. Alright, a second way that is effective when it comes to soul solution searching, solo work, is try to get a journal. Try to get a journal where you write about the stuff going on to you and you try to write it and describe it as grossly detailed as possible, as most like as graphic as it can be like try to visualize your thoughts spewing right out of your mouth spewing right bleeding out of your hand and and you're seeing them and you're getting rid of them and try to let as much as much out as possible because you cannot leave things in even the tmi you have to let that TMI out. You have to let that too much information information out. So, in order, in order for your brain to feel less heavy, you know, much lighter. And that would actually help you think and help you clear your mind a bit. You might actually close the journal once you finish writing it and then come back another day, you know, another hour, another day, another week. Try to read whatever it is you last wrote about that gaslighting event. And and notice yourself that what you wrote, what happened exactly is what you saw and what you believed. And how that thing happened with its facts. 
and you will notice that you will most likely agree with what you wrote there because it's you, it's your perspective, it's your description of the event, it's your um, reality of the gaslighting that happened. And you will notice how crazy, how crazy it is for someone to do such a thing to you. You'll just make your own conclusions. And now for the third way, and this is a way that is social. So the third tip would be to consolidate or seek a third person that will help you in this misery. Um, let's put it this way. You find someone that will help you um, validate and con uh, confirm your reality. This person, of course, has to be trustworthy. You have to trust each other 1,000%. Each other you have to be close to each other. And for sure, this person will back you up. This person will make sure that they, they have your back And when it comes to this. When you're trying to believe that whatever it is going on to you is unbelievable and that you're trying to let this person know what kind of shit is being done to you, this person will have your back and they will explain to you in their own perspective how right you are and how wrong the gaslighter is. And that's what we want to reach. That's the conclusion we want to end up with. And of course, if facing the gaslighter is impossible, if trying to talk them out of their shit is impossible, then we might actually have to avoid talking to them altogether. You know, just avoid them. You know, just gradually but surely... Mm, Reducing the contact, the contact with them until they feel useless to us. Because sometimes I think there are relationships out there. I think sometimes there are relationships out there that are unnecessary. Sometimes if they feel like an extra weight that we carry on our backs, unfortunately. And sometimes you just have to get rid of those relationships because we cannot go on like that with people who all they do is hurt us and all they do is seek pain for us for whatever pleasurable sickness they might have it's not our responsibility eventually to to have to go through this misery and question our reality every time we see this person it's really sickening you know Another way to help ourselves from this situation is support groups. And support groups are groups of people who include a therapist who would try to share their experiences and, and uh, embarrassing moments and everything. And they try to talk each other into a solution together. Maybe... They will listen to each other, they will share their stories, but most importantly, these people are empathetic. When these people listen to each other and they try to empathize with, the, with, the, with their, with their uh, colleagues in the, in the support group, they will understand how painful that experience is and they will try to find a solution because 
most likely the people in the support groups are good people who have had bad problems. They're not necessarily the criminals themselves. They're, they might be good, really nice, trustworthy people who have gone through the, some shit with shitty people. And the, their reaction is negative, of course. They might have been angry because of such situations. They might find themselves embarrassed when they talk about their situations. But to each his own. And the most important thing is the collaboration of the support group to find solutions for each other. That's actually extremely helpful for both parties. So, yeah. And what, what ends the final tip, the fifth tip, would be to go seek a therapist uh, and a real, in the real sense of the word, like a psychiatrist. If, if any, possibly, in any way, shape, or form, someone just goes really nuts and they're really unstoppably, like they're literally psychotic or schizophrenic, might have these voices inside their head telling them these lies all the time impersonating them, hunting, haunting them day and night, non-stop, they should probably go ahead and um, seek medication to try to chemically regulate their brains and their feelings and their moods to the normal state. Um, if if uh, psychological therapy and talk doesn't work, because sometimes at the very last resort, at least, pills are needed to... No, I'm not going to say pills because they sound like drug, drugs. I'm not mentioning drugs here. I'm mentioning medication. And so medication sometimes can be extremely needed for urgent cases and for chronic cases. So, yeah. As mentioned before, gaslighting is a dangerous tool that is used by people to manipulate others and to make them go crazy believing in things that have nothing to do with reality and and they often they often have no rational explanation whatsoever. These these things that are being told have no backup, have no evidence, they have no rational, logical, sensible explanation for whatever reason. And it's just that, you know, these people have to be avoided sooner or later. And sooner is better than later because obviously we don't want to keep we don't we don't want to keep ourselves stuck in this mess in this very uh, dangerous I would say psychological trauma that keeps on happening and us having to handle it us having to endure it as it's as though it's something that's natural. This is not normal. This is not natural. This is not something that should be in our daily routine whatsoever, simply because it is not a healthy thing to do. It is not a healthy behavior. And it is definitely not 
a good behavior to sustain a healthy relationship, be it a healthy family relationship, a healthy friendship, or a healthy romantic relationship with a partner or even a spouse. So, yeah. A good way to deal with this gaslighting, I said, um, would be to, most importantly, try to have, leave this person alone. Try to have no contact with them. Because the, la the, the less amount of times you talk to each other, the less burden it would feel like to have to meet this person and talk to them about whatever whatever topic they want to talk about. The less times you, you have to meet with this person, the less heavy your brain feels like and the less thoughts you will have haunting you day and night just because of this person um, telling you these lies on a constant basis. Right, so this is this wraps up the episode. Alright, and uh, thank you. So, the episode has ended here, and you can guess this is my goodbye speech. <laughs> no, just kidding. I hope you found this episode insightful to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor or any other platform like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, and others. I would also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee if you'd like. If you have any topic suggestion, question, or some kind of feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message on the Anchor uh, webpage of the podcast. I will take care of it. To conclude, this was Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maram Berhoma, and I will see you in the next episode.